Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Hey, welcome to Driven Chat. I'm Andy Jay, and this is the only automotive show coming to you from the back of a lorry parked up at Caffeine and Machine. And we have something very special for you today. Well, and, uh, well, actually, I'll stop you there, Andy, because uh, it's a bit of a takeover today. Uh, myself, Drew Pritchard from Salvage Hunters, uh, uh, Three Men, Four Wheels, and various other stuff, and my pal Marino Franchitti are oh. here to uh, uh, take over the show, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, did I say your name right then? That's very good. That was good. Wasn't and you didn't do a Scottish accent. I know. You always I just I slipped back oh. into it then straight. Hello, how are you? <laughs> um, yeah, we're we're here uh, uh, as opposed to brewer. Uh, we're sort of stunt brewers, aren't we? Really for the stunt day. brewers and uh, and stunt Amy, Amy Shaw. There's no yeah. Amy. There's no Mike this week. John Marker, of course, is John here. Mark. I'm here. Yeah, looking yeah. looking exhausted, John. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've I've had a busy past uh, couple of days. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that in a second, but just to just to clarify, as as Drew has just asserted, we have a three men four wheels takeover. We're going to learn more about three men four wheels shortly. But in a nutshell, Marino, what is it? I was hoping you were going to do that, but you normally do that. <laughs> <laughs> Marino, is you, is Marino, you, is you me and Drew and cars. It's the three of us, and we and argue cars. about the cars. Yeah. yeah, and we drive the cars, and we look at the cars, and we talk about the cars, and we find out from people that were involved in the cars why they like the cars. So us cars. Yeah, it's a, it's a new TV show. It's he's, out on he's, Quest. He's simplified it somewhat there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, so it's the three of us uh, arguing about cars and the cars that that we chose ourselves from hot rods to uh, Formula One cars through, uh, sorry, no, uh, Gr uh, Grand Prix cars. Yeah. 
pre-war Grand Prix cars uh, to rally cars to sports cars to Le Mans cars. Le Mans cars. Le Mans cars. Uh, Le Mans. I'm from the Le North. Car. It's Le Mans. What are you also looking for? Le Mans. It's Le Mans. <laughs> um, Le so, Mans yeah. was a killer song, wasn't it? <laughs> from the killers. Right, look, we're going to get onto Three Men, Four Wheels in a bit. The key thing that you need to know, dear listener, is it's available on Quest 9 o'clock Thursday nights. Yeah, plug yeah, sorted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you done. say 9 o'clock Thursday night? Yeah. On, what on Quest. On Quest. And that's yeah, council well. telly, so it's free. For all my tight <laughs> Scottish friends that are listening, you don't have to pay for it. That's free. Anybody can watch it. <laughs> More on Three Men, Four Wheels. You saw Quest on Thursday night, 9 o'clock. A little bit. I'll <laughs> <laughs> see how many times we can fit it in. I mentioned Mr. Markar here. Looks exhausted. Tanned as ever, which is really starting to get on my <laughs> grinding my gears. But thankfully exhausted because, John, you are just back from... What? I am just back from a little drive that we titled the Bentley Sun Run. Uh, now, last weekend, it was, uh, or just after the weekend, it was summer solstice, the 21st, the longest day of the year. And I decided what I would like to do is try and drive for the most daylight hours, i.e. from the point of sunrise at the earliest time to the point of sunset at the latest time. Now, the earliest time, of course, is the most northeasterly point of the United Kingdom, which is John O'Groats in Scotland. And the sunset time is the furthest southwest, and that, of course, is Land's End. So, uh, Which, if I'm right, John, that's about 837 miles. It is exactly 837 <laughs> miles. Yes, it is. So uh, I got in contact with our friends at Bentley and said, I've got this idea. Don't know if there's any legs on it. And bear in mind, this was only a week or so ago. So I, I almost expected them to say, lovely idea, maybe next year. Uh, and they replied within half an hour and said, wow, that sounds fantastic. We're sending you a Bentley Continental GT right now. And it's a very nice one, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, it's a Continental GT V8 Mulliner pack. So it's got lots of really, really lovely posh options. Um, and they very kindly included the spec list and the retail price. And it's £183,792, I believe. I, I think Drew's getting paid more than uh, we are. He's got one of those in the car park. I, just, I have got that, uh, the older version, but yes. I, my, I've got the GTVAS Mulliner. Yes. Yeah. I just what need to car. talk you through some of Drew Pritchard's facial expressions as John was referencing, <laughs> firstly, the drive. So st John starts off with going, well, we're going to drive from sunrise to sunset. Drew looked like, well, like an angry bull. It's sort of a horrified angry bull. <laughs> And then you mentioned Bentley, and he starts to get slightly more <laughs> impressed. And then you mentioned the price of Bentley, and now he's sort of well, I, I, got the I, checkbook out. Th th there's three things here. There's three things going on here. 800 and something miles, I can do that standing on my head. That's like normal. Mm. That's nothing. That's nothing for an antique dealer, trust me. <laughs> um, the price of the brand new Bentley, that's fine. I didn't buy mine brand new. I got mine for half that. Wow. That's less than half that. <laughs> Considerably less Marino's than half that. Marino's just shot me the greatest smile, guys. <laughs> and uh, and um, what else was there? Yeah, um, I've got one. And I absolutely love it. Talk it's about a fantastic an, thing. an achievement <laughs> takedown. Right, John is sitting here exhausted. It's not that far. It's not that far. <laughs> he got up at four o'clock in the morning to That's do this drive. Did you and you're sitting going, so oh, I've got one of those. <laughs> literally, let's not forget the... Let's not forget the fact that I don't live in John O'Groat, so I had to drive for quite a long time to get there and then drive home from Cornwall. <laughs> really? Oh. Well, I, uh, I thought it was good. Nothing. No, OK. Well. Nothing. We're going to have to go back Sorry. through that. There's definitely a point right at the end of his, of his uh, mon monologue on his Bentley that you went accidental partridge. I'm going to find Didn't it I, I'm and I'm going to send I you. I keep doing it. I keep doing it. And I am literally turning into Alan Partridge and how, on a daily basis. Talk me through the... How did you pay half the price? Because well, he's tight. I, I, I'm clever, I prefer, but tight. Unless I'm a mix of the two. Um, 
don't buy new. I bought used. Right, got I you. Bought yeah, a, that's very I bought wise. it from Bentley, uh, Manchester. It got a, and um, here's the thing, John. Only 600,000 miles on the clock. So he's done really <laughs> well. Um, uh, 7,000 miles on the clock. Uh, one owner. Absolutely as new. Oh, you've uh, done the right thing there. Yeah. yeah. I just... Look, it's my job. It's my job to find a bargain. You know, that's, that's my job. I as soon as I saw the the GTC, the first one, I was like, I have to have one of those. Mm. I think it's a really genuinely beautiful car. I think they've aged very well. Yes, like mine is the series one. Unfortunately, not like me, but it, it, mine's the series one sort of facelift. Yes, that's yours. Right. One you were driving was the sort of the the, the brand new spanky Tis. one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but the Mulliner specification for me was the one I wanted. Yeah. But obviously, as you know, all my cars are all black, but. Just explain what the Mulliner spec means, John. What's the? How much extra do you get for that? It's it's a lot of cosmetics. So you've got a, a lot of options inside things like massaging, heated, air conditioned seats with an air scarf. Has yours got the air scarf? No. Oh, so mine's got the air scarf, <laughs> which is this. It, the the best way to describe it is if you've got the roof down, and you've got your heated seat on. There's an extra Oh no, button, sorry, it has got that. And it's like somebody yeah, sat behind that. you with a hairdryer just blowing it at the back of your neck. We don't have any here, so that doesn't... I use it a lot. I have to say, of all the cars I owned and of all the cars I've had, it, it is, it's, it's my favourite. It's now, a wonderful Hang thing. on, now let's quantify that as well, Drew, because we've, we've established this. It's not even a joke anymore. You're a very, very, very old man and you've been buying cars, <laughs> you've been buying cars for an incredibly long Ford, time. Since Henry Ford first went in the business. I'm, that's it. I mean, you make Fred Frinstone look like a car dealer. <laughs> but how many cars have you owned? Because to say this is the greatest car you've ever owned, I mean, you, what are we looking at? Thousands of cars? No, no. I think I'm into the sort of 300, 350 cars. That's a lot of cars. Oh, yeah, a lot of somewhere cars. around there. I mean, cars. I had 100, 100 air-cooled Volkswagens. Wow. Um, I've had, I'm <laughs> I was just about to say it again. I've had 15 old 911s. Uh, um, just, just doesn't, I get bored with them and I, I sort of think, oh, let's try that one and try that one. It's like, like you know, trying to find a, a nice wine or a nice cheese or a good restaurant. You want to try them all. Try them all. You know, and you've got to try them all. You can tell that you have. I have tried all in. of the wine and all the cheese. But yeah, I just wanted to find all these different cars. And then every now and again, one sticks with you and you go, that's exactly what I wanted from that car. That's what I expected from that car. And that's what I love about that car. And the Bentley does that for me. It's phenomenal. Why? What's so good about it? It's the, display, it's the space in your head it takes you to when you're driving it. Performance-wise, you know, it, it's blisteringly fast as well for something that weighs, you know, tons, mm. right? It's incredibly cosseting, and you feel damn good driving around in it. You know, it's your own little world when you're driving around it. And, you know, I really love the quality. Just the quality of, yeah. of the build on mine. Is because it is superb. so premium, is it? It's so good. It's so good. Uh, it, it really is. It's, it's beautifully put together. It, re it really is. It's absolutely a fabulous thing. I cannot fault it at all. You see, but, but respectfully, that's the sort of thing I would expect a, a gentleman of your stature to be saying about a car like that. John, you're seven or eight decades younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, you've obviously got a different view on it. Yeah. Ha has it taken you by surprise in the same way that it's impressed Drew? Um, yes, I'd say it has, actually. I uh, Again, it, it's one of these cars that, for years, even since the, the first, if we harp back to when Volkswagen first took over Bentley ownership and they came up with the first Continental, the, the similar shape that we know of, which is early noughties now, isn't it? I think it, it was always regarded as a very, very good car. And of course, what they've done is they've refined it over those years. Now, I'm probably not the target market for a Bentley Continental GT. I am I, still far more excited by BMW M3s and things like that. However, you after covering, we've done something like one thousand three, no, one thousand seven hundred miles. I've done in that car over the past three days. 
and I'm really struggling now to think of a car that would have been better for that journey. Are you going to miss it? Yes, I am. Yeah, Marino, you sit in the middle of these two. You're older than John. You're much younger than Drew. What's your view? <laughs> well, let's just let's just close up the conversation about about them because they Clarkson has cited it as the greatest car he's ever driven. Drew's asserting that it's amazing. John loves it now, which really did win you over. To be fair, John, mm. which which kind of surprised me. But you're the man that's probably best positioned to be able to give us a steer on it because you're a racing driver. Certainly wouldn't listen to racing drivers mostly. They don't know what they're talking about. But I do <laughs> love cars. And I think I've always loved the shape of them. The first time I ever got in one, I was blown away, first of all, by the performance, but also the quality of everything. Mm. The lack of noise, the weight of all the controls. It's an amazing car. Mm. It is. It's something that I would quite happily drive every day. And I do, since I've had it, right? I've I've hardly used any of the other cars. If if, if it's not atrocious weather, I've already taken to not using it in bad weather. Because you know, oh. I like it so much, I won't take it out in bad weather. Um, uh, but otherwise, I'll use use it constantly. It's fantastic. I went I went out buying it the other day. I had all the back seats full of antiques. I was buying. <laughs> I did, and it's 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 a it is a tour de force. And uh, the more I look at it, and the more I I live with it, the better the car gets. Now, Marino and I know Drew really quite well now. And so better than we ever wanted to. (laughs) 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 To to hear you being so enthusiastic about something means it really is good because you're so rare to praise things. That's that's a big deal. My my job is to um, a find the beauty in something and then b to understand quality. That's what I do in the antiques world. That's what I do with with everything that I do. It's involved with the visuals and the quality and the long lasting you know appeal of something, and uh, it has it. It just has it. It's just got it. It's an absolute classic, but it's something you can use every day. And if you buy a used one like me, particularly, I would definitely not. I'd only buy through Bentley myself. Um, you know, buy smart. You know, and the thing will last you forever. And I'm not bothered about putting the mileage on. And yes, I'm, I'm losing. You know, I've got depreciation. This that. Do you know what? Every now and again, you just have to bite it and go. It's worth it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You were both arguing about somebody's Porsches in bits. Who's Porsches in bits? I think both our Porsches are in bits, but yeah. I think I'm winning the my cars and kit form. In most bits. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dear. They're at, they're at um, Tuthill's. Richard Tuthill. Oh, right. Uh, uh, basically, I thought, my 997, I daily it, and it's just ten year, It's nine years old, and I thought it could do a little bit of a birthday. Mm. And I said to Richard, just, just do what needs doing. Don't 
So you should never keeps, say that to me. I know, but he keeps saying he's, he's a very good friend yeah. of mine, and he is. Every time I see it, I keep expecting there to be more bits on it, and there's less. <laughs> so well, now him being I'm, a friend of yours makes it worse, though, because he'll be like, "Marino won't mind." Yeah, Marino doesn't. It mind doesn't. It's like, going to be another six. It'll months be amazing when it comes mind. back. I, I have to be honest. I, I saw the picture last night on Instagram, and I didn't know that was your car, and I thought they were breaking it for parts. <laughs> <laughs> he might I be. thought, look at the state of that, it's in a million bits. Well, he wanted it was an oil change. Well, I was looking at the picture because I was trying to see mine. Mine wasn't in the picture. Mine's a much earlier, a 68 uh, short wheelbase. And uh, it went in, uh, Marino got me in there, thank God, to, to get the work done to it. And then uh, he, uh, Mr. Turtle rang me and he said, do you know what, there's hardly anything wrong with this car. So it's really, really good. And I said, well, the heat, I need the heating operation and all the ventilation to work a little bit better mm. with this because they're always a bit temperamental. And you wanted massage seats. I wanted massaging seats brakes. and aircon. No, uh, yeah, we're going to get the brakes modified as well. So I was going to have a different set of brakes on it, quick shift ge uh, gear linkage on it, and then I wanted electronic ignition. That's all I really wanted to. And then he did a list of other stuff for me. And it came back and I said, okay, just send me the quote for the work that was needed. And I budgeted about five grand. It came at thirty-seven thousand quid. Wow! Because <laughs> he said he wanted pulls, wanted to pull the engine and refresh the engine, and I don't want to spend that much money on the car. I mean, mm. I am absolutely happy. He was one of the people that I would love, want to touch that that nine eleven for me. Yeah, um, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, one of the oldest specialists in early nine elevens in the country. Um, but I don't want to spend quite that much money on it yet. How much you are you going to let him spend? I'm going to do the brakes. I'm going to modify the brakes because the brakes on the early cars, they're not great, are they? They're Let's not. And he's got his own rubbish, brake kit that he's done. It's they're not, they're not, so it I think it's a 993-964 parts, I think. Is oh, okay. bits he does his own. Oh, does it, it's, it's, his his own, own is it? it's his own tuck hill setup. And it's, oh, my great. brother put it on his hot rod. They're fantastic. Yeah, well, it definitely needs that. Um, I'm changing the driver's seat uh, to, 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 I've got the original low back seats because mine's a 911T. So it's the sort of base model, basically. Mm -hmm. So it's got no high, you know, the, the seats are incredibly basic. They're like big Carmen gear seats, really. So I'm putting one, just putting a driver's seat in it, a better 911S driver's seat in it, uh, and a quick shift gear change and electronic get, um, ignition. There's a rumour, Drew, and I've never asked you this, actually, but while we're recording, I might as well. Is it true that in all your cars, you get a smaller seat fitted to make you feel like a sort of normal-sized <laughs> man? Is that the... Not anymore, not anymore, because I've got to get the Pritchard curry and lager backside into <laughs> in, into the seat, so I can't I have to have the curry specification to get myself in there. No, well, I mean, predominantly, you know, I drive the cars myself. Yeah. So, you know, I just want one seat's fine. You know, one seat's fine for that car. And that's the, that's the one car I really want to hang on to very, very long term. You say this about all your cars. I look, I, I know, but I've, I've look, I, <laughs> I can't wanna, help it. I'm I can't not help this it, one right? go, he says. I can't help it. I can't help it. I've, I've bought and sold and bought and sold thousands of cars, and now I've got. I'm now at the start of going right. I don't really. I'm, I'm keeping cars now. Some of them might have to go for a project that I'm doing at the moment, but I think, I think uh, this that would be the last one to go. In your defence, this is the third time you've joined us for Driven Chat podcast, and each episode you have said that same thing. Yeah. So. I believe you. The car always comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Neither do I. Marino, while we're on the subject of Porsches, right, yes. can I, because we haven't spoken about this properly, at least on the record, mm -hmm. and I realise there's, there's some things that you can't say, and I, and I acknowledge that from the outset, but if you're okay with me telling the audience that you are a test driver for Singapore, Porsche, which is really very cool. That's very, very cool. Isn't that cool? It's really cool. What do you do? Well, I'm the test driver for Singapore, Porsche. 
You know, that so, is... I'll tell you what, wow. let's let's interview Drew as Marino. I can to do see that. what else is he I can be his voice stunt double. Yeah. So uh, with just what on that... What does it mean? Yeah, are you developing yeah. as well? Or is it, are you just getting in saying what's good and, and what's bad? Or are you do you have a good a direct input into the engineering? Well, I am no engineer, as it's been no. proven many times. But yes, I do... As part of... I'm the main test driver. So uh, Mazen Fawaz, who's the one of the owners at Singer and partner with, with Rob, he does it. Chris Harris jumps in and out regularly. Tuts, uh, Richard Tuttle jumps in and out. But I'm driving. I'm there most mm. of the time. And yes, it's really how the car drives, how it feels. I don't like this. I like that. And just constantly critiquing stuff, moaning about stuff, basically, until they fix it. So if you, take the like car, if you take the car out now, you were going to come here in the car. I was going to come here in DLS, uh, yeah. So if you go back in and say, actually, it's just making a little bit noise or it's a bit too much here, the bit too much. Yep. Do you just basically do that thing where you just describe it? I do. It, feel, it feels like this. It feels yeah. Sometimes I can be specific, like, it feels like this is causing X, Y, or Z. But other times it's like, I don't know why it's doing this, but this is what it's doing, and I want it to do this. It's like Tom Cruise in that film where he's a racing driver, isn't he? He did the same thing. He goes, I don't know how what to describe how it is, but it does that. Yeah. So that's what you do. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, and it's with DLS. I mean, we'll, we will have it at Goodwood yeah. Festival Speed, which is yeah. happening. Fantastic. Brilliant. And the car is is finished, so it's just final little tweaks, and the, the, the dampers are very easy to adjust. So it's just making sure the range is nice. And yeah, I was out yeah. yesterday in the wet in the car, and it's. It blows my mind every single time. I mean, if you if you follow uh, Chris Harris or myself on social media, he put up a video last week which he recorded when he had the car out, and yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, just it's mental. And to be honest, the exhaust valves weren't working right at that point. It sounds even better. Is this the four liter one? This is the four five hundred horsepower five hundred liter. Horsepower. Yeah, four valve head. That's the thing oh, we've got wow, with right. the normally aspirated air cooled nine eleven engine with a four valve head, which. They'd managed to do on turbo engines, mm. but no one's ever successfully done it on a normally aspirated air-cooled 9 So you're doing engine. something to a 911 that Porsche couldn't do? No, they couldn't do it. It's just that we now have the technology and the materials to be able to do that. Now, one of the things that, that the layman like me probably knows is that not only are Singer Porsches absolutely gorgeous, I mean, they are, they're knockout, they're also phenomenally expensive. I mean, we won't talk prices because they're all very different price range. But you, you could walk in with a hundred grand, and you've got no chance of getting anything. That's I think that's fair to say, isn't it? That's no chance. Yeah. You've got mm. no chance of getting a hundred grand single Porsche. So, with that in mind, Marina, what's it like developing some of these cars that you know are so expensive, and you then have to have to give them back? You can't. You're not going to be allowed to buy that car that you've spent so long developing, putting time, effort, and passion in. Is is a little bit frustrating? It's not frustrating. It's sad. <laughs> because I love I love the car so much and I am going to miss it but I will drive every single one that we build so the 75 yeah. cars that we're building I will drive every single one before they goes to the customer and there's a couple of customers that having described this to them and seen my little face they said yeah you can come and drive anytime you want so oh, that's nice I will definitely be they've got orders for 75 cars yeah they're, they're only building right? 75 they're all gone yeah. so but also I think there's something quite nice about that as well there's that this is often a discussion that goes around the journalist circuits where journalists get the opportunity to drive these fabulous cars. Prime example, there's yeah, the Bentley that's parked outside that I've just been driving around in. £183,000 worth of car. I love the fact that I can drive that car and then hand it back. 
and then not have to worry about the servicing bills, the depreciation costs, you know, the kind of thing Drew has to worry about with there is that, yeah. <laughs> with his Continental. And do you find that as well? You, you get the experience, Marino, of driving these amazing cars, but then without any of that follow-up grief of cost, expense, losses, repairs. There's two sides to that coin. There's that, mm. there's that. But I certainly think if it's a manufacturer car, you don't feel so bad about it. But when it's someone else's car, I treat it like it's my own just because yeah. I don't want to cause them any expense. But there's also the the other side of the coin where you, you there's a there's a joy in owning a car and living with it and it being y- your possession. Mm. I think with with Singer the DLS is so far out of my cost range. I could never have one, but I do have the dream of having a classic. Mm-hmm. And I had a Singer Monocle, which was a car that Ed Lovett had built, and we actually have it. Singer own it now, and cool. we have it in the UK. And I had it just to. It was basically like to clean my palette before we got into the final tune on DLS, just to, to to reacquaint myself with it. So I had it for a week, and I did 12, 1,300 kilometers in it. Okay. And I drove it everywhere, and I, it was one of the first time in many years that I was just getting up to go driving. I would just, any excuse to go anywhere. <laughs> and yeah, when's the last time anybody did that? Yeah, and it's, it's a car that... I've been obsessed with the, the, the Singer Classic since I saw one, and it just reminded me how special it is and how much I have to have one, so that is my interest. If you're talking about the dream car, I would have one of those and I would drive it every single so day. Just to f- Sorry to keep jumping in on the mm-hmm. same questions here, but let's go back to the basics on this. There'll be a lot of people listening who know exactly what a Singer is. There'll be a, a, an, another big contingent of people that will be listening that will be saying... Yeah, but it is just a really expensive custom 911. Surely if I've got an old 911, I can go and put better wheels on it and lower it slightly and change the interior and make it look a bit posher. What is it that makes the Singers just so good and worth that extra cash? I think the saying of Singer, of everything's important, what Rob says about the car, Mm -hmm. the detail is ridiculous. Yeah, It doesn't matter if you like cars, you don't. When you see them and you see the detail, even if you haven't driven it, it's so special. Uh-huh. But then it's how it drives. It gives me all of the all of the feelings I want from an old 911. Some of the feelings I have from a modern 911. Everything's brand new and you know, carbon body, everything else. It just ticks every single box for me. So the things I want from a classic, things I want from modern, it just it covers everything. And there's just joy in driving it. There's just pure joy. It's small... It's a 964 underneath. And I think you see there's, I mean, there's a couple of companies out there that, and there's so many amazing uh, people hot-rodding Porsches. This mm-hmm. is not, Singer are not. Yeah, they're not, not the only people doing it. They should yeah. be the only people doing it. But there's a couple out there that have just ripped off what Singer have done, and they do it really badly. And it looks okay, mm. and then you see it close up, and it's yeah. just Singer not, look. It's yeah. just not yeah. good. Yeah, that in a, in a, in a classified look. advert is a common thing. Oh, yeah. Is it looks yeah. like a singer? Yeah. yeah. But I like the way you answered that question because you could have said, "Well, because it's made of carbon fiber, and because we've put thirty thousand pounds worth of suspension on it, and, and and this costs this, and this costs this." The answer of it, it's just great. It's just the way it makes you feel. Yeah. It's the way it makes That's, you feel. Forget about everything yeah. else. It's how it makes you feel. It's my my eight year old who is lucky enough to get. You know, he's been in a lot of very special cars, and he just we did school running it every day <laughs> he just wanted to be in it all the time with me amazing so yeah it, a it car is, that makes you feel like that is what more do you want oh yeah just the early just having an early car myself i'll park it 
and I'll stand back and look, and I'll get walk away from it, and I always stand back and look at it. Yeah. You know, because it is a beautiful thing. But I always look at it, think, I wish it drove like my 993. Mm-hmm. You know, and I wish the brakes were as good as my 997. Yeah. So you're sort of getting the best of both worlds with the build quality. I've I've, I've sat in this in, in one singer and had a good look round and one other, and yeah, the quality's mind blowing. Wow. Particularly the interior finishes are quite incredible. John, that reminds me of. Mm. Do you remember at the Silverstone Classic? Oh my! Several years ago, me. we were at the uh, the Porsche Owners Club <laughs> doing something, and there was there was some guy oh God. who had I can't even remember who it is now, but he had he had he had done not not a singer Porsche, but he he had done some kind of yeah a minger. He he <laughs> he done something it obviously a, quite nice. It was a half half decent smart looking thing. But so this guy was trying to sell it to me. And as soon as there's a drone, that's, that's a drone. the noise. Yeah, that's yeah, the drone exactly. that's our, it's our, it's uh, our that's, drone. That's our drone really flying exciting, around us yeah. at the moment. And so I knew immediately that this guy was going to do the sales pitch to me. And it was going to be, you, could, you know when you know this guy's going to go on and on and on and on. And I just, I just didn't have time for it. I was, I was filming I stuff. I'm going to look so it up now. I, yeah, look it up because you're bound to. So I... I told him because I'd spotted John in the corner of the room, and I said, "Look, I really, I'll be straight with you. I can't afford this, so you're about to give me the patter, and it's 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 wasted on me. But that guy over there, I know oh. him really well. Not only can he afford it, he's looking for one just like this." <laughs> <laughs> and then I went, "John, John, come and have a look at this. How long did he chat to you for?" Oh my God, I'm, it must have been a forty-minute pitch. Did he and have a nasal? Yeah, How yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I, I see. I fine. think. I think you'll find you've done that wrong, haven't you? I think he was wearing corduroy trousers from memory. Really? Um, was he called Brian? Yeah, it was something Brian or Nigel, Nigel. or Keith. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. it was. It, it, in Probably fairness had a to him, as his second car, didn't he? <laughs> in fairness to him, it was. It was a half decent looking product, but I distinctly remember him saying the words. You know, it's a bit like a singer, but not a, you know, it, yeah. only two thirds of the price. And you think, well, well, there you've just undone everything. It's yeah. a bit like you know, you don't walk into Mercedes Benz and go, hey, it's 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 a bit like the three series BM, just a bit cheaper, because <laughs> yeah. you'd get sacked immediately, <laughs> wouldn't you? But that was the way that he described this particular car. Yes, yeah, so I do, do. You know, I I deleted that memory from uh, from my mind until you until you mentioned that. <laughs> I'd looked through the uh, I looked through my, my my pictures. I can see. Um, I can see the ex-girlfriend I was with on the day. We got photos of her on that day, but n- not the car for some reason. I was clearly very keen to get away from it. Yeah, because you did you did take a few shots as he was talking you through it. Yes, <laughs> I, I was did. just sitting yeah. there chuckling to myself. It does seem like Attack of the Drones. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's an aggressive sounding thing. Yeah, yeah. It's they, probably best on a radio show to not say that you've still got pictures of your ex-girlfriend in case your current girlfriend listens to this one. Do you no, no worries. You don't listen. No worries about She's that whatsoever. No Hello, Anna, if you're listening. <laughs> Anna's great. She does listen. She's lovely. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just making it up. Just, <laughs> just trying to unnerve you, you now. Just one thing at the end of this whole singer thing. Mm. In the brand, right? To create a brand that's can made you, such on, an impact. Can you do this in Marino's voice? Oh. To create a brand that's created <laughs> such a massive impact in the 9-11 world is exceptional. <laughs> and there's something that... Sounds like that guy what? that does the coast programs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you like this rock? You know, it's, um, no, it's you create, They've created a brand... Right, that is synonymous with quality and performance, and they've made it massively valuable. And do you know how they've done Brilliant. it? By not trying to create a brand. I know, unbelievably. Mm. Like clever. I heard something the other clever. day. I read something on the other day. Some somebody going on something like it's going to be a like a I don't know something that decides what's cool and what's not. And I'm like, 
You've lost it right there. Yeah. If you're trying to decide what's cool and what's not, you've lost it. Yeah. If you have to say, is that cool? Yeah, that's a very good point. Very, very good point. Yeah. yeah, the minute you have to explain it or tell somebody why it's a good thing, yeah. you've lost the game. Yeah. Drew, why haven't you got one yet? Because they Just are house. hundreds of thousands of pounds. I would love one. Can I be honest with you? I'd absolutely love one. I, if, I, if I could afford one, I would buy one. What's the, you have to have a lot of disposable income for one of those yeah. puppies. Rather than giving us the specifics of the, of the vehicles... How much? No, how many cars are currently in the Pritchard fleet right now? How many ten, vehicles uh, ten, have you got? Ten. You've got ten, right? So let's say you sold eight of them. Yeah. You keep the Bentley. You keep the nine eleven that yeah. you have. You sell the other eight. Yeah. You could trade that in for a singer. No, I wouldn't really? even get a third of the way. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're pricey little things, but you can see where the money goes in how many hours of testing. Four thousand hours of testing, hand built X Y Z. You know, and you do get. Let's be honest. That you know the the silhouette of the early 911 yeah. is a thing of utter beauty mm. and it isn't like say a, 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 a GTO or, or a lot of the other Ferraris and, and Bugattis it's achievable you know and it's usable yeah. and I think that's where they've, they've, they've got a thing that's utterly gorgeous you can use it every day and then they've added this singer factor which you know, we, and and people now crave after that. And Marino's I mean, testing it for you. And Marino, so you know, and, and the mate's driving it. I mean, yeah. you know, and then you've got Ruff who were doing. So they were nearly, they were nearly there. They were nearly there, and then you got me in this. <laughs> mix and but you know, was it Aldous? Is it Aldous Ruff? Aldous, yeah. Ruff, Ruff. Who's is he still? Ruff. He's still oh, building. Yeah, he's still, he's still he's, building. He, he he builds, his cars, you know, his yeah. cars though are they're amazing. They're beautiful, and they, but he gets he's got his own VIN numbers. He gets chassis mm-hmm. from Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the OG. He's just yeah. incredible the work that they do and there's so many the thing is that Porsche so many beautiful creations out there that people do uh, we're talking mm-hmm. uh, about people tuning cars or hot rodding or doing whatever you want Porsches you can do what you like to them and it generally always works out. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard. To, people do get it wrong, but it's very rare. Or you can just get one and just drive it, and drive it, and drive it, and then just fix it and look after it. My nine nine seven. I said I've done seventy five thousand miles with that car. Wow. And it is fantastic. And it, I've done. It's hardly modified. It's got an exhaust on it, and uh, um, uh, just a different bit of different breathing on it. That's it. Just Thanks. a phenomenal. They, you know, as a product. That's just a product straight out of the box. It's going to work for a very, very long time. And I have to be honest, it's getting better. Yeah, It's wow. getting better to drive. The mine is my 997. The more miles I've yeah, got on yeah, it, the yeah, better sure. it gets. Yeah. So yours, you, you mentioned yours is in with Tut Hill as well yep. at the moment. Is that just, I, mean, I imagine it's suspension bushes and things. Uh, I just wanted to redo the bushings, tighten yeah. up a bit. It's, uh, I've had it, what, six years now? Seven years? And it's, uh, it's a 997 uh, Carrera Ford GTS. Yeah. Old man spec, PDK, four wheel drive. Great. Uh, it's I've, I got my, my my friend Brian at Rotoform made these lovely wheels for it. The suspension, put a pipe on it. The suspension actually, there's this company XTC that do the dampers for DLS, and I was so impressed. Mm. I got Tuttle to do some for my. Just right around here. It's DL, amazing. DLS. Pardon? What does DLS design, mean? Design and lightweight study. There you go. I ah. like that. Design and lightweight design, study. It's a design and lightweight study. Look at me doing it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Anyway, my... my Freedom! Then, again, it's oh, like, sorry, it just came out then. But I it's like the car. Meet the car you're, you're, you meet a car of your own, don't you? In the 997, that's my it's my daily... This is the one you used to drive to Channel 5 when we did Formula E together. Yes. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely old thing. I yeah. love it. 
Now, you're—we've made it very clear about uh, opinions on cars here, and I, we should probably lead into the main focus of this conversation, which is people having preference on cars, perhaps for a television show that people uh, can watch. How's that yes, for a we rubbish could talk segue? About that like. Look at that for a seamless segue. That's right. Yeah, well, you're, you're listening to Thursday's Quest. That's right. Yeah, no, the three of us—Drew Pritchard, Marina Franchitti, and I. Well, we had a lot of fun together towards the tail end of last Memory year, creating, <laughs> creating <laughs> 10 episodes of, uh, of televisual happiness called Three Men, Four Wheels. And we're very proud of it. It's yeah. a cute little show. It's available now. It's out every Thursday night and it's repeated on several other occasions, which we can go into. And, and Drew, tell us about the show. Oh, the show is the show came about from the three of us. Not really. Well, you t- you guys knew each other a bit, and I didn't know each. You two Marino at and I all. knew each other really well, and yeah. we we got dumped uh, in a, a cafe in the south of France in a very glamorous location, very early in the morning, um, and we were just chatting away, and we started talking about cars, and surprise, surprise, we started talking about old nine elevens, <laughs> and then we just started not arguing but having an informed discussion about that, and we just got on. And I thought, this is great. I'm having a good time. And then we wandered around the pits, and I was geeking out on Type 57 and 59 Bugattis and Lotus. T35s. T35s, ERAs. You know, there was all sorts of auto unions. You know, there was there was all sorts of stuff there. And I was like, I was just in heaven, and you guys actually listened to what I said and were listening <laughs> to me and going, oh, yeah, all right, okay. And and it was just good fun. And then I think I think it was Andy just turned around to us and said we should do more with this. And it's like, and then we sort of spent a year talking about it and uh, chatting about it. And then we went for a curry and came up with a definitive idea uh, after the motor show in London, uh, classic motor show. And uh, then we made the program and we made our program. And I'm, I'm incredibly happy with it. I've done enough TV to know when it's good. And this was just good straight out of the bag. And I've got a couple of very special memories from it. Which I, uh, which you, you can never take those away, and I'm hoping that comes across on screen. What were they? The, there was two. In, there was two, in fact. There was one when uh, we were at um, Pro Drive, and oh, yeah. uh, Marino got into um, the the Subaru. Got in Colin's car. Got in Colin's car, and it was just special to be around Colin's car because as a fan of the guy, of the man, of the pure pure driving joy that he was. Just I've never seen I've never seen anybody drive a car like that guy. I've never seen anybody drive a car like that. It just blew my blew my mind. And I even described to you that 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 moment I watched him on screen, watching driving through the forest at night in snow on a single track, and the car was just clipping and bouncing off the things. And then Marina got in that and just went into this thing because he was going. They were friends of the family and they were all mates. And it was that was a special thing when you sort of said, "Come on, yeah. leave him to it. Give him a moment." There was there was that one. There was sat there, there's three actually, sorry, excuse me, but there was three. <laughs> sorry, I'll just throw another one in. Uh, we sat there in Paddy Hopkirk's garden. Oh, I love Paddy. Right? Monte Carlo winning. And he, he just yeah. started telling us stories. And he told us a few stories. And he goes, I've just, I've never told anybody that. <laughs> and I saw, I, I, I believe him because I love him. I thought he was fantastic. He had some amazing stories. Amazing stories. Yeah, he was, he was, and he was getting stuff out of his house to show us as well that we yeah. didn't put in the show. Like he, he had a signed letter from the Beatles yeah. when he oh, won the wow. photograph yeah. of him and the Beatles. Telegram. Yeah. Telegram, that's right. Yeah. But, but from all of them. So wow. Ringo, John, Paul, George. And it was just, and he it was, was famously, so nonchalant about it. it, he it. Said, oh. Very famously, they'd written on it, you're one of us now. Oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. lovely. And then he asked me to value it. 
and I got within two grand of the agreed value, so I was quite pleased with oh, myself. Really? Yeah. Um, but that was a special moment, sitting in his garden doing that. And then a next what a house one, as well, this house. Marino I mean, nearly yeah. bought his house. You guys were trying to get me to buy his house. No you way. should buy that house. But then the next one, we were at house. Anglesey on the racetrack, and we're in, you know, my all-time favourite car is the T35 Bugatti of Nick's Masons. And uh, Marino knew how special this was to me. And we went over the brow of the hill before you get down into the chicane, the corkscrew, whatever. And he just looked at me and he just fist-pumped me. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, that I won't forget. That was biblical. That was oh, we came amazing. over the crest. And the, the sun was out, wasn't it? The sea was yeah. really angry, and the sun was just breaking through the clouds. Beautiful. And it was... Yeah. Mega. Special, was so a emotional. special, a special moment The stove boat as well, yeah. you missed the fourth, because when you but got well, the stove yeah. boat yeah. special for the first time, you're, you're one of your ultimate cars, and to see your, your interactions with that car for me was... Very special. I didn't yeah, want, that was I didn't, want to, I didn't want to hog the floor. That's why I left the stove bolt out. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's interesting sat here looking at the three of you as you're talking about this because I, out, out of the four of us in this room right now, I'm the only person that has no involvement at all in the show from production side at, at all. Oh, I am purely a viewer. I have watched every episode when it was on Discovery Plus and the on-demand service, and now, of course, it's coming out on Quest, which means a lot more people are about to see it. What is really interesting is watching the three of you reminisce over these memories and almost getting a bit glassy eyed. Oh, with I am definitely. I don't. I'll, yeah, go. I'll, I'll go. I could go. Yeah, we yeah. could. I think all three <laughs> we'll of us go. could quite easily yeah. go. And isn't that bizarre? It's, it's bizarre, perhaps the wrong word to use, but isn't that one of the most fantastic and magical things about cars? Yeah. Things with engines, motorcycles, cars, speedboats in some cases. Isn't it incredible how something which is ultimately a bit of metal with. A, another bit of metal inside that makes fire and bangs and sucks in air and blows out fire, that can evoke real genuine emotion in people. A car is emotion. Yeah, I think a car is. But the older the cars, they are they are emotion because they were generally the older cars were thought out by one or two or three people, you know, and it was their raw enthusiasm and knowledge that wanted to build this particular thing, mm. and that's what I think we all pick up on. You know, you might love Lancias or Ferrari or Porsche or. Mazda or Ford or whatever, Morgan. Morgan even, you know, and you could, you know, but you'll pick up on the mindset of the guy who put that thing together and, mm. you, and you'll emote to that, you know, you will you will feel something similar to what that guy who put that car together originally in his head. Yeah, I think well, that's why certain cars are much more popular. Than and others. that's the thing with the show is because we were choosing cars that we love. I mean, the, the, the premise of the show is three mates try and present a case for why a car should be considered one of the ultimate race cars of all time. Yeah. That's that's the basic premise. And each each episode, one of us ch champions a car, and we have to win over the other two. And sometimes it's a slam dunk. It's a it's a simple one because we automatically already have a connection with it or we love it. And other times you have to wheel out the big guns, like, come on, let's go and sit in Paddy Hopkirk's garden because I need to <laughs> yes. convince you that this is an amazing vehicle. <laughs> but it's and we have to do things like that. But it's also the three of us together. Is Yeah. It can be any car. It could be any car, but the three of us... Together with it, we'll have it's an opinion. Just funny, it's like <laughs> getting here today. We haven't seen each other in person for a few months. Yeah, it's been too long, and it's literally get out of the car today, the three of us, and it's just like, yeah, we're back. Let's give us a camera. Marino we'll immediately funny. started taking the piss out of me. I wasn't. I hadn't even spoken to him. He was taking no, but the piss you look so much older, Drew. That's the oh, thing. Jeez, I feel it. You've aged. I feel, it. <laughs> I feel it's my birthday tomorrow as well. Oh, oh wow! Sixty-three. Please send gifts. Sixty-three. Sixty-four. Yeah, <laughs> but no, you know, some things. I, 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 when we did when we did the Monaco Historics, which I really hope we can go back to do for for for, for Quest again, um, 
you know, lightning struck. You know, I've had it. I've had it three times in my unwanted TV career. TV happened to me really more than me going after it. And I had it with me and T when we just started doing TV, and it's you know just clicked. And then with Paul, with Paul, you know, the big fella, Paul Cowland, that just clicked as well. And then with you guys, you know, and that doesn't happen often. No, mm. we got that really lucky. That doesn't happen often. You know. We got really lucky. And, the, and this is the thing, when we describe the show to people, I, I struggle describing it on social media, you know, sum it up in a couple yeah. of sentences. Because the thing that for me about the show, it's, it's not just the cars. It's not the people around the cars. It's not just our bond. It's the passion mm. in every every frame of that the way it's been filmed the way we feel about this and each other i love it i'm so proud of our little show i think that's what hopefully i think will come across i think that's why it's been a hit on discovery plus it's been a big hit on discovery plus i'm so glad it's going out on quest now because quest that's a damn good channel mm. you know i'm not just saying it because i've been on it for over a decade but i remember when i first went on it i've never heard of it there was they had about two original programs on it and everything else was repeated stuff now they are shining light in the main TV. You know, there's always something good in it, and they, they're putting their money where their mouth is, and they're spending money on new on new programs. Um, it's a damn good program. It's if you're a petrol head, we're making the, the program you want to watch, and that's yeah. what if you're you always set out to do. And if you're not, you can just watch three idiots having an argument in a racetrack, yeah. or, well, somebody's gar- or somebody's race- garden, or setting fire to the racetrack, or setting fire to the racetrack, <laughs> or, did that. or yeah. scaring yeah. each other to death in a car with no seatbelts or brakes, or just coming seriously, just. Thursday night, watch the first episode, or if you need to get on catch up, whatever. Yeah, just to watch Drew. Oh no, this is the Ferrari F40. Happens twice. Yes, him trying to either get in or out of an F40. That is (laughs) the so I at the time of the show first going out on Discovery Plus, Andy had said, "Oh, you you know, try and pick out a couple of episodes." Now for me, Ferrari F40 is is an is an absolute poster card for me. It's exactly the same age as me. It's the car that I grew up with as the pinnacle of supercars because, of course, it was a Ferrari, bright red, and it was a racing car, ultimately. So for me, I was really keen to watch that show because I love F40s. That was it. What I wasn't expecting to see in that particular episode was... A Welshman giving birth in it. Yes, or a Ferrari (laughs) giving birth to a Welshman is probably the easier (laughs) easier way to describe it because um, I think it's fair to say, Drew, you weren't... You're not overly enthusiastic about... The prancing horse, are you? I'm, I'm not. As it, but you know, I this has to be, this has to be, you know, probably let's. T- has to be the last time we talk about this. Is uh, <laughs> I think Ferraris are phenomenal cars, right? They are, mm. right? They just are. They're extremely good. I adore everything they made up to about 1968. Right, right. I think some of the most Deluso. I mean, my God, biting your fist, good. I mean, how beautiful is that thing? You know, two fifty short wheelbase. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yes, yeah. all of the fabulous. And then they went into the golf club plastic Tupperware naff red disasters. That I just think I think they were just playing to the crowd and going after the money. And I think they lost their way. And and I don't like it. And I, and I, and it's it's not that it's the it's the sort of I think it's what it says. Here we go. Here we go. I'll get myself banned from every Ferrari dealership in the country. You already uh, are. Mate. It's, you already what, are. It, it's what it's it's what it says about the owner. You know, you uh, you know, it's it, it, they're not for me. I'm enjoying it. Really, really not for me. If I'm I say to I can't you, say Drew, anything. Morgan, Morgan, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know the mock Tudor car. It's not it's not my um it's not my it's not my it's not my thing. I can appreciate Ferraris. Today I sat in one. You did a it red is. one. It was a seven one eight. 
Arqueta 12, 812, 812, 865, GTC. Right, they've just got ridiculous names, you know. And then they're talking about, oh, you can't have that one, and the dealer wouldn't sell you this one. You have to be on a list. Do you know what it is? Golf Club and the Masons, right? That's what it is. That's what it is. It's the Golf Club and the Masons of cars, right? It's, oh, I want to be in the gang. You can't be in our gang. You know, I want a red one. You can't have a red one. That said, you know, it's a if, uh, if you only watch one episode of Three Men, Four Wheels, please watch episode one, the Ferrari F40, because it contains one of the funniest moments I've ever had, never mind on camera, particularly the second time Drew tries to get in wearing a crash helmet. <laughs> that actually hurt. That really, it really hurt. I've got a... I've got a, I've got a Probably, properly bad back. I was struggling. <laughs> you're laughing. Marina went round the other side, crying with laughter, and tried to pull me through by my head. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was not. It was. It was not. It was. It was not my greatest moment. I don't and know I, how I they edited it down because they, they. It lasted about seventeen minutes. My favorite thing was, and I made a point of this: is once you tell you know, gonna get in there. Can I just straight <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marino just gets straight in. Drew has taken the best part of 20 minutes to get in. I was worried we were going to have to use complain. the jaws of life and destroy this million and a half quid car. <laughs> to get me out of it. Yeah. have to make the only convertible F40 in history. As I said, it wasn't me that did the F40 wrong. It was Chips and Lager that did it the wrong uh, way. So we're going to come back to it in a minute. I want to ask each of you your favourite episode. because we've yeah. Drew's talked about favourite moments. I want to come back to favourite episode in a minute. But there's two things I want to do first. John, sorry to do this, but mm. you've seen it. Yes. I'm going to put you on the spot. Is it an all right show? It's a great show. It really is. And what I'd say to it's anyone... He's not going to say anything else at this point, is it? He might do. No, I can, <laughs> you know, I, I can be brutally Angry from Wheels next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'd, what I'd say, if there's anyone listening that hasn't seen it yet, uh, because they haven't seen it on Discovery+, Plus, and they're now thinking, well, it, here it comes on Thursday. Um, wow, there's a Ford Probe. There is a many of them. Yeah. Sorry. We're a caffeine machine and we, we are enjoying the traffic that's cruising past the <laughs> truck, by the way. Yeah. Ford Probe. There's a, what a curious name. What was eh? that character? Uh, was it Gareth that Steve Coogan did who drove the Ford Probe? The, the <laughs> yes, salesman. Gareth. Was. Oh, God. Gareth. Oh, Gareth Cheeseman. Yes. Gareth <laughs> Cheeseman. Yeah. And he had a Ford Probe. And he remember looking oh, out the window like... like that is a thing of beauty. <laughs> I haven't seen one of those in 20 years. Look at that. There no, it goes. Right. Is that cool? Uh, not for uh, me. Not for me, no. 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 I mean, if the, if the owner of the Ford Probe is listening, love well done. Great but no, well done. Great. Well, well done, done for saving it. Well, well done for saving it. To be fair, he's, so, he's so, driven so, it up a grassy hill. Which yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. Seems to be a lot of parking on the hill going on. They all yeah, yeah, well, dry when it's dry. Special party? Sorry. You like the show? Sorry. any other place in the world, right, bar Caffeine the Machine, that's dogging. <laughs> <laughs> Just remind you, we're on national radio, Joe. All right, sorry. <laughs> I have a feeling that bit is not going to be on national radio. Don't worry about that. I'm uh, just making a quick note of the t- 37, 37 minutes. Thank you very much. Pritchard's dogging It will reference. be in the podcast. So, hello, podcast listeners. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Right back. I'm back. telling you, dogging with Drew might work. Hey. Well, I, this as is a the show. thing I've As got, a I've show, <laughs> not as anything else. It's got legs. <laughs> John, you were saying. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, what I would say is the if you are listening to this and you've not yet had an opportunity to see the show and you're, you're hearing the way that these three gentlemen are interacting about the show and about the cars and what you're seeing, it is very much what you can expect to see on the show. The three of you together, there is a dynamic which is very, very real, very, very natural, it's a great show. I said this to Andy on the day that I watched the first couple of episodes. I just wish they were a bit longer. I wish there was another 15, 20 minutes at least because yeah. 
there, it, it just as it kind of gets into the swing of it, and you think, oh gosh, he's really going to go to town on it. It's like, oh no, it's come to an end. Well, we have found out, which is nice, that they're they're going to put double episodes on. Great. So Thursday night, nine o'clock, then the next episode oh, straight fabulous. after it. And it warrants an hour. I think we could have yeah. done an hour on each Excellent. of the cards. I think we'll it warrants an hour for sure. We'll do it next for time. Sure. What's your favourite? What's your favourite episode? episode? I can't pick one. my favourite episode. Um, it's uh, oh, that's a tricky one. It, it it's it's. Uh, it's a Stovepot special. Is it? Yeah, it's a Stovepot special. I'm surprised. Is that because you tried to buy it? There were I two cars Drew I, tried I to buy. I thought I could buy it, and then he told me what it was really worth, and I thought, oh, no, I can't. He told, <laughs> you, he told you it was worth, and also said he wanted to be buried in it. Yes. Which made that slight yeah. a slight obstacle. And he'd already set up where it's going to be sold off, and this, that, and the other, and yeah, yeah, it's completely off. But that's a car that just got under my skin when I first read about it in the, in the I think it was the late 80s I read about that, late 80s on 1990. And uh, I've never forgotten that car uh, as just for me, pretty much that and the T35 of everything that cars are to me. Mm. Those two cars epitomize everything I love about the T35 from its just utter excellence and, you know, Teutonic beauty of the thing. You know, there's not a bad line on that car. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Well, and just the like stove bolts just down is just a man in a shed. You yeah, know what I, mean? that, I love that. Well, and know. just like John said with the Ferrari F40, you know, John said he loves that car because it's exactly <laughs> the same age as him. You know, the T35 is is the car from your your twenties, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, I I wish there was. I could have bought one in period. Imagine how I, I remember. I've I've seen how cheap. I've seen documentaries on guys buying them mm. in the in the sixties and seventies for hundreds of pounds. Yeah, but I mean, look, I I can still remember when a Mars bar was ten p. So you know, it dates all of us. Yeah, it does. It does. But no, that those two, those two. Uh, but the the stove bolt, the stove bolt, because and then meeting Simon as well, and you know, he had that emotional connection with that car. Loved but it. it's got the lot. That's just got everything. That car had everything, and then. Reno took it out and properly kicked its ass as well. I had the thing sideways. Once, once I pushed it down the hill for yeah, you. Yeah, once we bump started it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what a what a thing. What a thing. Just in every in every respect. If, it, if, if I had to sell every car I own and buy that that one, that would do it. That wow. Would, yeah. Insane, and it so had yeah. the most incredible backstory as well, oh, didn't it? With mm. various Phenom- owners phenomenal. and different corners of the world it lived in. Mm. It was a Hollywood movie star. Yeah. I love cars that have been, you know, bred for a purpose. You know, the HWR as a as a racing car. Then it went over to the States, used for a film, and basically dumped in a back lot. Suddenly this car was worth nothing. Mm. You know, isn't that wonderful? A car worth nothing can have such uh, um, an effect on so many people, but particularly somebody like Simon, the owner, who really, I mean, that guy knows about cars, let's be perfectly honest with you. Just think about the number of manuals he had in his back garage. And the collection, his cars were such a good collection of cars. I was like, yeah, and what did he drive as his daily 911, obviously? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he still, you know, he had just a phenomenal choice of cars in there. The ACAC had a a Derby... uh, No, he had a Rolls-Royce in there, didn't he, as well? And a Corvette, right? He had had the big boy flared Corvette and the Stove Bolt. That, in one of the coolest garages I've ever seen in my life. You you had to drive around the apple tree to get it out of the garden. Yeah, it was in his back garden. It was in his back garden. It was basically a deluxe shed in the back of a London garden. So cool. Yeah. Incre- incredible, but uh, yeah, for me that one, that one was because that was that was for me the car when we started speaking about the list of cars we wanted to do. That was my number one straight away. That Reno. One. Yeah, I did enjoy the stove bolt just to see Drew's interaction with the car and his emotion about it was was a special thing. 
there's bits in all of them that I enjoyed. Not so much the hot rod. But anyway, let's move on from that. <laughs> but that's that what I enjoyed about the hot rod. Because we hated <laughs> it. Yeah, I did like that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that we set the track on fire. It, it's yeah, easy yeah. to say the McRae one just because what it meant to me personally. Yeah. It's quite selfish, but it was... That was a... That was a yeah, I, I think about that daily, still that car. Yes, I do. Yeah, what a thing. Your reaction to it was yeah. amazing, and it also yeah. contained probably my favourite sequence where the drone starts in the garage with you. Oh, that's cool. And then just mm. follows you out of the pits and then takes a lap of the track, and that was a very And smart. the noise of it. Yeah. Because oh, I'm, you know, I'm a huge Impreza fan. I love it. And, uh, yeah, God, the noise of that thing. I couldn't go in that one because I got something wrong with my ear and I was feeling a bit off. So well, they also didn't it. have a, a passenger seat. Oh, there was, was the that challenge. as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, there were a couple of cars we would have joined, but yeah. there was no second we seat. Couldn't get in, what was it? We couldn't get in the XJR, was that yeah. right? And, and, and that one, yeah, I remember XJ220. XJ220, sorry, yeah. I think as well, uh, having spoke to Dave Richards, who owns ProDrive since, and he saw the programme and he really enjoyed it. Did he? And that, for me, oh, was... Did he? Good was the litmus test because he would tell me if he didn't like it he can't help himself so yeah because yeah. I, I had to interview him and that you know that's that I was slightly nervous about that one because he, he's a dude he is a dude yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't need to doesn't need to apologise for anything doesn't need to take any prisoners does he he no. can say whatever he wants he he's, also, done, he's done it seen it you know got the got the t-shirt that's, that's the thing is the access we got to these places and to be honest there's already people that have seen the show they're like, well, you should come and come and see us, and you could yeah. drive this. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. Uh, fingers crossed, we do another one of these. I, I think in some respects, whatever's going to happen, we're definitely going to do it. No hot and, rods. Uh, and then I've got a list of hot rods. Uh, and <laughs> okay, uh, and uh, <laughs> we're definitely, so we're definitely nickel doing. car, nickel car with a GT40 engine. It. We can go LA, and I can drive. We can that. do that one. Yes. Cool. I want to do a beach buggy. Or the original Mayor's Manx Beach Buggy short wheel base. Owns, owns that, no? I thought you, I thought you were going to say that. No, he owns Mayor. He owns Mayor? Wow. Yeah, so we can that's, that's, that. that's a left of centre choice there, but I want one of those. Okay, yeah. well, let's do that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so we're gonna do a we're gonna do an ending for the podcast, guys. I mean, I've yeah. realised we've we've done a we've done a nice wrap up for the radio. The radio. But I think because we're allowed to swear on this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a point. Yeah, we opened this podcast with, uh, or maybe before we hit the record button. Yeah, before you, I shouted, you were very record, clear, yeah. Hit record, Andy. Now um, there was going to be a swear off between the Welshman and the Scotsman. So, um, well, no, oh, actually, I've got bec well, before we do a swear off. Can we just a quick question because mm -hmm. it's Marino's first ever visit to Caffeine and Machine. Really? Is it really? And yeah. Drew, you've only ever been here when you've been on Rohypnol. So, what do you guys think about oh, wow. about this amazing? remarkable crazy I, I love the Michelin wall yeah, yeah I like cool the isn't it I think it's yeah, fabulous it's good. I don't know who's done it but they've done a very nice job of that I think, I think, I think Dan at Michelin it. in the UK has done that and I think the the collaboration there's really it was designed by a guy called Jake Yorath I think is that yes, right yeah, that is spot on yeah I think I didn't when I first came here or first heard about it I didn't get it Everybody what, caffeine machine. I didn't yeah. get it. I was like, what is it? And is it caffeine and the machine? Caffeine and the machine? Caffeine, the machine, caffeine machine? What is it? I didn't get it. I was mm. like, we can do got the string theory guy here, and you can there's a car inside and there's a, it's this and it's that. It's like I don't get it. And then I got here and it was full of cars and petrols and people chatting, and there was guys with loads of Morris Miners, and then there's some Porsches, and then there was some Volkswagens, and then there were some escort guys and some Ferrari guys. Mm -hmm. And everybody's chatting. I thought, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's a hub. It's like a little homestead for everybody. And it's a brave move for them to do it as well. You know, where do you pick outside of London to do mm. that? Where do you pick? 
yeah, and it's good. It's successful. I'm sat here now. Sun's out. There's loads of guys here with cars that have cost very little through to cars that have cost hundreds of thousands, yeah. and everybody sat together chatting. And isn't that a great thing? Well, and you know what? That's the thing. Before I had first come here, and now, now I'm regular, I love coming here all the time, but I was anxious about coming here without some super yeah. rare, super exclusive, super yeah. expensive car. You just kind of go, oh, but everyone's got a really cool car that comes here. Actually, they haven't. No. People come here because there are some crazy cars here to look at them, but there's no expectation that you show up in something spectacular yourself. No, no. that's right. No. And, that's right. and we've all been the kid who was mad keen on cars who turn up to a car meet in, let's be honest, not a very good car or a very cheap car. Yeah. But you know what? At or least your you're there. Car. At least you're there. Do you know, you know though, it's interesting because the the dynamic of what turns up here is it can be fascinating to watch. Because I mean, sat here now, we've got the way that we've set up our studio. We're looking at the hill from left to right. I can see a three three hundred ZX Nissan, an Audi Quattro, a. I can't see what that oh, purple yes, thing is. I, can I see think the Audi it's, a, oh, it's, it's an Audi A T. It's a purple Audi A T. There's an E thirty six three series, probably a three two eight IS. There's an E forty six M three. Want one of those? There is a yellow Mark two MX five. There's a blue Mark one MX five. There's a no, Clio one seven two, and there's a mini one of these new kind of SUV mini. And I can see an original Espace from here. Which <laughs> and an original Espace. Mega. With you. The, the original Espace. Design classic. Oh, gorgeous. Absolute design classic. The things we used to do with that in Knock Hill, we would take people for the race school out to show them the track in that. And the really? speed you could carry through the first corner <laughs> over the crest in that was ridiculous. And the answer, the reaction you've just given there is why I love this place so much. Because the guy that's turned up in that M3, that could be the car that he's always dreamt of owning, mm. but he might get here and see a newer M3 or a, a, a more a rarer one, like a CSL, and think, oh no, mine's not as posh. The guy that's turned up in the Espace, you know, that might be his pride and joy, or he might have just turned up because that's the only car he can afford. And the, the reaction is, a professional racing driver has just gone, oh, I can see an original Espace, yeah. and got genuinely excited about it, probably more so than the E46 M3, we're, or the bright yellow MX-5, or the Audi 80 Quattro. And we're all here yeah. for one reason, because we just love motors, no yeah, matter yeah, what they yeah. are. We can see the, the love and appreciation in a Mark 1 MX-5, yes, and an Espace, yes, through yes. two Ferraris and M3s. You know, yeah. We can appreciate all of it. You could sit down with any of the guys and girls out here and have a chat about cars, and that is what it's all about. It's also the people that show up as well. It's not just the amazing machines. Wayne Burgess, I've just spotted him. Yes. You know, design legend. Uh, used to design for Jaguar Land Rover, used to design oh, for, was, for Lotus. Yeah, we're in the, yeah. the rock star. He's, yeah. he's just shown up. Top top man, and mm. I and I now know I'm going to have a great conversation with one of my favourite people because he's just shown up here. Yep. I love that. Yeah, love that. Yeah, it was definitely worth the drive. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's always just been that step too far for me to make it up. There's always something else going on. Yeah. I'm really happy that I had a nice cruise up it's here good. today. I'm it's so good. pleased to hear, man. It's it's good. It's good. The last the first time I came here, there was a three five six in the inside the buildings. They put cars inside. Nobody, somebody who's not been here, they put a car inside. One mm -hmm. section of the building, and then it's there's often a, there's John's a, car. Is it's it? It is. is yeah. it? The, yeah. the, the, the ZM. Yes, that's Wicked, lived in there a few you know, times. That's one yeah. of my favourite cars. Yeah. And then my mate Wayne actually built the bar here. That's right. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. Wayne built the bar. You know, uh, and uh, Intergalactic Customs. You know, he built the bar, the alloy bar here. It's got it all. It's, yeah. it's got it. And you know what? Hats off to anybody who has a go and try something different. 
and it's worked. And I'm Good. just also well I'm just looking at the people. You know, look at our little table of legends. You know, we got Phil and Amber and Ken and Laura and Rich just hanging out, yeah. ready to chat yeah. and party and yeah. eat burgers. And well, I mean, Drew, you've already had a couple of burgers, haven't you? Well, you look like it, don't I? Got another, <laughs> another one on the way. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got to drive back to Wales after this. I don't know how far it is, but yeah, for a few hours. Six days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Uh, but no, no it, as I say, hats off to the guys. Was it Phil McGovern who's created this? Phil McGovern is the is the is the creator. Yeah, Phil and Dan Macken up. partnered up in in Dubai of all places, and uh, two Brits in Dubai, and the concept has made its way here. Caffeine, caffeine, and machine. And do you know what? Why not? They can only ever expand on this. They're only going to do something more. They can do other things, you know. And it, and it, they're, they're, again, they've created a brand, and I know how difficult that is to create a brand. A lot of creating a brand is not creating a brand. Mm. You know, right, like we were saying about singer. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's creating a feeling and a and uh, and, a, and a place you want to be. And here we are. And here we are. And here we are. Yeah, I love it. Um, did you want to have that swear off because it's a podcast? Oh yeah, go for it. I've got to make the decision of shall I do comedy beeps or do we mark the episodes as explicit and give perhaps the opportunity for anyone that might be in a car. With little ones or no, little please, ears. Please, comedy beeps because I've um, got an eight-year-old and yeah. When it's okay, right? Well, this is going to be an absolute <laughs> nightmare for me to edit. So, uh, far away. Get on with your. I believe you. Seriously, I was just sat. sat no, I was just uh, about to say something terrible. Fill your beeps, you giant. Breath. Win that one. Well done, Drew. Yeah. He was, was competing with I, himself. I know I can't. I can't compete against the Scotsman in swearing. I think the whale. We do a very good job of swearing in, in Wales, but the Scots just oh, nail like it. Billy Connolly says you can't. You, they're it's, just it's, descriptive words. You can't tell someone. To f- oh, off, go away. Yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> that is true. It is. There's nothing like the, the Welsh. F- off is good, but. Is brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. I'm just looking forward to the beeps because <laughs> you could have used any accent you want. It all still sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love swearing, and obviously you've asked me to swear now, and I don't feel I can. No, strange. Yeah, it's it's like, true. It's I've like never seen you. It's like, it's like building like your brand. See, we're it's trying like, to force it. It's not. Yeah, it's like performance yeah. anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's been, it's been an absolute joy. Thank you for coming. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. You've been listening to Driven Chat. Um, We appreciate it. Check out our show. And uh, uh, Three Men, Four Wheels. Yeah, Three Men, Four Wheels. Thursday nights. Watch it. Thank you very much. You (laughs) (laughs) And that's on Quest. (laughs) 9 p.m. (laughs) No swearing. (laughs) Your grand will love it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Oh, wow. You've made it to the end. The very end. And it's John Markar here again, reminding you that this podcast, the Driven Chat Podcast, has now run its course and has come to an end. To find the new format, search the Driven Podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps. Thanks. Bye.